Episode 93 of the Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by Berkichi.ca, B-E-R-C-H-I-C-C-I.ca. Click on the link that you see at the bottom of wherever you get this podcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever it is, you'll see it at the bottom. It's underlined Berkichi.ca and order the finest in Italian products at Berkichi.ca. This is the Drive-By with Freeway Frank. Episode 93 of the Drive-By Podcast is on. It's the Tuesday edition, the first of two this week. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Freeway Frank. Tomorrow, I happen to be recording this podcast on the 7th of March. Tomorrow is International Women's Day, which to me, by the way, I've always observed and respected International Women's Day because without women, we would not be here. Some of the strongest people I know in my life, or who I have met throughout my travels and in my life, have been strong women. Some of them are close friends of mine. Some are in my family. Some are people I've run into over the years. The strongest characters, the bosses, the hardworking businesswomen who get everything done, and who are have the entrepreneurial spirit. You name it. Could be a mom taking care of her, her children. It could be a woman running her business and taking care of her three children. A lot to pay tribute to on International Women's Day. But but I draw the line. I draw the line at Hershey's chocolate. Shouldn't even have given them a plug. Making the face of their International Women's Day campaign on the chocolate bar making the face a biological male. Even though I'm for trans rights, once, I always say this, once trans rights trample women's rights, then to me, feminist women should be outraged. But no one's talking. I'm, I'm trying to figure out, well, nobody's upset by this? Nobody's talking. Nobody's upset by this. It's ridiculous to me. International Women's Day is about women. And guys, stay out of it. Uh, that includes former guys. Even if you transitioned, and I respect you for making the transition, I'm all for it. But how can a former male who's transitioned be the face of International Women's Day for a massive brand, woke brand, I should say? And then how could the Toronto Raptors, who put out a 13-second video, how woke is this organization, by the way? And, and I've talked about this before. The NHL, the NFL, woke, woke. It doesn't make me want to watch sports anymore. These leagues are so weak to me. They're, they're just being walked all over by, as I said, this woke mob, this very small but loud minority that, that, that screams the first chance they get about anything, complains about everything, and then... What do they do? It's cancel culture. They cancel things. They try to cancel people like myself who, who have a different opinion. And, and by the way, I'm not hateful in any way. I always say I respect trans people. But again, when the rights of trans people come at the expense of women's rights, I have a problem with it. So the Toronto Raptors ended up deleting this video that they put out. They basically asked several of their players to make comments at, at why women rule the world. You know, the Beyonce song, hey guys, why, why are women great? It's International Women's Day coming. 
a couple of the players suggested only women can get pregnant. Imagine that. <laughs> and and the Toronto Raptors had to apologize for not being inclusive enough. Forget it's never the organization's fault, even though they apologize. It's the players. Well, they let the players speak on behalf of the team, and of course the team is woke. So what did these players say that was so bad? What, I mean, when you hear what they said, you shake your head and you, you start to wonder, what the hell's going on here? What do they say? So facts? So they're spreading facts? They're, they're not spreading lies. Uh, one of the players said they birthed everybody. Why are women so great? They birthed everybody. Another player said uh, they're the only ones that could procreate. <laughs> Another one said, Scotty Barnes, I think, all women are great because they're all queens. This is all like, what's wrong with this? There's nothing wrong with what they said, but Toronto Raptors had to slap these players on the hands, delete the video, and issue an apology. Not only that, but in the same week, in the exact same week that this happened with the Toronto Raptors, a transgendered runner identifies as a female competes at the Canadian Masters. Listen to this. This these stories always make me laugh. It's ludicrous. She literally ran away. She, the athlete, ran in the 1500 meter run in Toronto. Okay, so in this race, the runner ends up beating its closest competitor by a margin of roughly 23 percent. So this person finished the race in 307 seconds, leading her opponent by 72 seconds. 72. 72 seconds. Blew her out of the water. And they allow it like, yeah, totally normal. Totally okay. In the United States, how about this craziness? The Powerlifting Association... They lost a lawsuit, and now they must allow trans women, biological men, in powerlifting competitions, which means that a, whichever way you look at it, it's still a biological male, will be lifting weights in powerlifting competition against women. This happened, and you remember, with the Swimming Association, NCAA, last year. And then they ended up changing the rules. Of course, they ended up changing the rules because once you allow former guys, biological men, to compete against women, they're going to destroy them every time. It's like Chris Rock. And by the way, I saw the latest Chris Rock special, which was genius. A special ago, two specials ago, whatever it was, when he said that if LeBron James decided to play in the WNBA, he would destroy every female participant in the W. It would be embarrassing. It wouldn't even make sense. There's nothing wrong with saying that because it's factually true. How are women not speaking out about this? Because, again, I'm looking, searching, trying to find. No, no no women are repulsed by all this stuff that I mentioned. Where are all the feminists? Where are all the angry, angry feminists? Where are all the angry women coming out and saying, no, 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 wait, wait, wait hang on. This is our day. It's International Women's Day. This is our competition. Uh, this is uh, our event this is uh, our sport, and, and no, we don't want you to be part of it. And I'm all for it. I always said it, a trans category. Put trans men with trans men, trans women with trans women. Do a category, I'm all for it. See, end of conversation. There's no argument. There's No, no, no they're going to push the agenda till they can no longer push the agenda. They're going to push it until people start pushing back. 
And some people are pushing back, and some people talk about it, like myself. But most of the world looks the other way. Like in everything else, most people don't want to wake up in the morning and have any kind of confrontation. Most people just want to get through their day. They've got parent-teacher nights. They got their husband or their wife telling them they they've got to go do this. They we have to be there. We have to we're going to see these people. We got this event. We got their lives are busy. They're they got to meet with the bank, figure out this mortgage rate. The last thing they need is another battle on their hands. Every day's a battle for for most people and most families. But this is a battle that is important. And to me, instead of seeing some frame on Instagram, the uh, black square, the red square, the yellow square, the Ukraine flag, the dot, 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 whatever it is, why don't people collectively come out against utter lunacy and say, no, listen, keeping International Women's Day the way it's supposed to be, this is wrong with this candy companies doing chocolate companies doing this is wrong and this is why it's wrong and i'm speaking out as a powerful woman and this is what international day means to me and that's not what it means we're so woke as a society all they think about is is that word it's 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 that word now that's that's lost its true meaning inclusiveness or inclusivity it's lost its meaning it's just thrown away now as it's just thrown around now. It doesn't mean anything and it really doesn't mean anything anymore because if we're so worried about pleasing the entire planet when it, putting everything through a filter all the time, then we're not talking about the real issues or the facts and defending things that should should be defended. And women's rights, as I said, should be defended. So, happy International Women's Day, and I'll say it if you choose not to. Happy International Women's Day, and the face of International Women's Day should be every woman who has struggled, every woman who has worked hard to get to where she is, every woman that should be revered for her strength and character, and not the other things that interrupt this program or interrupt this day to bring you inclusiveness. There, I said it. This episode of the Drive-By Podcast, is number 93, is brought to you by Berchichi.ca, B-E-R-C-H-I-C-I.ca. Order the best of Italy, the most amazing Italian products straight to your door. Click on Berchichi.ca. You'll see it wherever you get this podcast. could be Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, wherever you are. Click on it. It's underlined, Berchichi.ca, and order Anything you want delivered straight to your door, coast to coast in Canada. If you're in Quebec or in the Montreal area and you're used to going to the store, try it right now online. They'll deliver anything you see in the store they have online. You go to it from section to section like you would go from aisle to aisle looking for your favorite Italian products. They're all there. Click on it, put it in the shopping cart, and then pay and get it delivered. And maybe you're in another city in Canada where they have some Italian stuff, Italian products, but not quite what Berkici has, which is pretty much the best of the best that comes from Italy. They have it. So why not get it delivered straight to your home in Edmonton, your home in Ottawa, your home in Hamilton, Ontario, wherever you're listening in to this podcast, berkici.ca. All right, continuing the 
93rd episode of the Drive-By Podcast, there is an app that's available now. Now, everyone is trying to be the next Uber. When something as successful as Uber hits the market and becomes as big as it has, there's always going to be copycats and all the industries, all the other industries you could think of, but Uberizing all those industries. In this case, it's an app that pays you to wash other people's laundry. That's right, because some people, uh, A, couldn't be bothered washing their own clothes, uh, and other people don't have, if they're living in apartments, some condos have communal washers and dryers. I remember living in some places back in early on in my career where you had to share a washer and dryer. There was one on every floor for everybody living, and then they had some, some of them had laundry rooms until you know you ended up in a condo that had its own washer and dryer and that was like oh wow i made it in life but some people are just just plain lazy i remember i used to get laundry service done when i lived in toronto i thought to myself uh, why am i gonna wash i don't have time for this i'm too busy i'm just gonna bring my clothes i bring them to this dry cleaner up the street and not only did the woman wash my clothes she ironed all my clothes and folded all my clothes and then put it in this like blue transparent bag I was in heaven. I was like, that's it? And it was, it cost me, it was like 20, it, it was per pound, but it was, it would be like 20 bucks. And to me, it was worth it because I didn't have to wash my own clothes, even though I had washed my own clothes and I know how to wash clothing. I know how to separate laundry, but it, it was convenience. But now there's an app that pays people like the woman that folded my stuff and cleaned my stuff at the, the dry cleaners that pays people to wash their laundry. You go to it, you click on it. And if there's somebody in your area willing to wash your clothes, they'll do it for much less than a laundry service would. But do you really want people like checking out? I mean, I mean, I know some people are into this craziness. Some countries in the world and some men are into the whole panty sniffing and all that. Disgusting. I know I just turned off a whole bunch of people, but it's true, okay? And I remember going to, to Japan, <laughs> country. I'm not going to name the country now. Japan, I remember being in Japan, and Japan had, uh, you could purchase women's soiled panties in vending machines, and, and you could look this up. I'm not making this up. I've been to Tokyo. It's true. It's a fact. Amongst other things, you could purchase in the vending machines. They got it all. You name it, they've got it. Crazy shit. The last thing I would want, I, I remember I was embarrassed too to bring my laundry sometimes because I, I think to yourself, do you want the person? But then I thought, okay, it was a much older woman. She's seen it all. You know, if it was a some young, attractive woman at the time I was in my 20s, was cleaning my underwear, I probably wouldn't. And she doesn't care. She's just running her business, right? But the last thing you need is to pay somebody else to wash your clothing. And then now, isn't there no part of you that has any kind of worry that people are going to see your mutanders and and they're you're soiled it's disgusting and then of course you have to weed out all the, is this a good idea this app you have to weed out all the perverts who might be taking your laundry and doing god knows what what with it and sniffing and it's just disgusting these apps are out of control now it's all the copycats since uber started of basically taking anything anything in the world any service in the world and making it available to everybody. Just like you don't have to rent a car. If you didn't want to rent a car, there's another app you could go on and you could take your neighbor's car. If your neighbor's car was available, you go to the person's house, they lend you the car, and the company takes care of the insurance. Just like Uber, but this would be like a car rental, and this service does exist. 
There are services where people cut your lawn. There, there are apps you go on, and, and people will do anything. Shovel your snow. And, but those things I see. Those things I understand. But the laundry part, to me, laundry is personal. Speaking of clothing, I was having this, this conversation with my wife. Thankfully, she's on the same page as me. We come back from a trip. We come back from vacation. First thing we do when we get home is we take our clothes off. I know you're thinking, wow, these people are kinky. They, they can't, they, they walk through the door, they're, they're, they're home, and they can't keep their hands off each other. They're already all over each other, and they're in bed doing it. No. What I mean is we take our clothes off immediately after we get home and put everything in the laundry because we were just on a plane or we were just at an airport or we, we were just in an Uber or we were just traveling for the last 10 hours with every possible germ on our body. So it's something that we do. And it got my wife and I thinking of all the other times you should come home and take off your clothes immediately and put your clothes in the laundry. Example. If I ever go play poker and I'm in a poker room and, you know, or you're in a casino or you're anywhere where there's a lot of asses touching seats, a restaurant, you're sitting in a restaurant and, you know, you're sitting on a seat that five other people sat on during the day, you know, ass sweat. I've talked about soiled underwears and ass sweat now and people are disgusted. But it's true. If it makes you think, then why not? I, I like to offer that public service that if it makes you think, Maybe you're going to take off your clothes. Maybe you do already. Another thing is we went bowling last week. We came home. Same thing. You're wearing those rental shoes, which they just Lysol. I saw the woman. They, they don't clean it. They just pss, they spray it with Lysol because, you know, Lysol kills 99.9% .9 of germs, but does it really? And then so the first thing, you know, you come through the door. We were there with friends who she had saw. This is how meticulous she was and how ahead of the game she was i thought wow she even blows me out of the, the water i was this huge germaphobe pre-c19 now all of a sudden it's like uh, let the germs come my way my immune system will battle it because I, I let things happen now more than ever not that i ever got sick before but she brings her own socks so that she's not putting the same socks she had on in the bowling shoes in her boots which was a good point but i said okay i'm not th that crazy but when I get home, first thing I do is take off my socks and then took a shower or you wash your feet, whatever the, whatever you have to do because it's disgusting. It's disgusting to be in public places. It's disgusting to be out doing things where you're touching things and other people are touching things. And, and then you come home and the last thing you want to do is wear jeans in the house. By the way, jeans or pants, work pants, what's the first thing you do when you come home? Don't you take off, one of the first things I do, I'm always in jogging pants at home. And in the summer, I'm always in shorts. In the winter, always jogging pants. I come home, I think the other day, I was feeling uncomfortable. And I had gone to pick up my mom and I put on, you know, jeans, whatever it was. And I, I didn't take them off, even though the jeans were clean. I hadn't been anywhere besides picking up my mom. And then I was on the couch and I was so uncomfortable wearing the jeans because they go up your crack and they pull up when you, when you move up on the couch, whatever it is. And... And I forgot, and I, go, and I told my wife, I'm going upstairs to change my, my, my pants. Because who wears jeans in the house? Honestly, I don't think any sane person I know wears jeans. The only time you should wear jeans in the house or pants in the house or whatever is when you have people coming over. Because you know, maybe you don't want to underdress and some people, you know, you, you want to look, at least they dressed up to come to your house. So I'll put on jeans, I'll put on, I'll look like them when they come over, right? But the last thing I want to do is have on jeans 
or anything that infringes on my manhood or my waistline or whatever, anything that, that, that makes me feel tight and claustrophobic and whatever, no. Wear jogging pants, make things loose, comfortable, boxers, ah, everything is breathing. That's the way I like it and that's the way it should be. I would worry about people, the types of people that would wear their work clothes in the house. People that don't immediately come home and change, to me, this is a different breed. Somebody who comes home and then keeps their, their work pants on for the rest of the night before till they go to bed. I don't know if too many people doing this, and especially if you're taking like a subway or like here in Montreal, the, the metro. And again, you're sitting on places. As the First thing you should do is change when you get home and be comfortable. No? Am I the only... I love to hear from you, by the way, at Freeway Frank. DM me, please. Love to hear from you. Instagram, Twitter, whichever way you want to reach out to me and tell me, am I am I losing my mind here? Am I, am I being insane or have I hit the nail on the head? You should never wear jeans in the house. Ever. Unless you have people over. I'm going to wrap up this podcast before I say goodbye. Chris Rock, the Netflix special, was absolutely brilliant over the weekend. Everything he could have touched on he did it so brilliantly he's that good but i have to admit i have to say a couple of things that i noticed and if you watch it it was the first time anything was streamed live on netflix and so before they had like a pre-show and then they had an after show which i i watched their pre-show unfunny and i watched the after show it had its moments but mostly unfunny and here's why people are praising chris rock whenever they do these pre-shows and after shows it's all about praising the person who's hosting this event so people are praising and then it looks unnatural and it feels unnatural so in the beginning ronnie comedian and he's a pretty funny guy but i didn't find him funny before the chris rock special and then it's the same thing with uh, the post show dana carvey and uh, david spade arsenio hall kareem abdul jabbar i thought kareem abdul jabbar had some interesting things to say it was pretty funny but i found everything else was unnatural and forced and even arsenio hall yeah a couple of good jokes but mostly awkward and uncomfortable and again it's all praising the brilliance of chris rock which we know chris rock is a goat we know we know he's one of the best but we don't need i know they have to fill up time but I think had they put a countdown clock leading up to the special at 10 o'clock, I think it would have been way better. Just have it come on, him do it, and have him come off, and it ends, and that's it. No pre-game, no post-game show, I think would have been a lot better. Hopefully, the executives at Netflix realized it wasn't that great. And I'm sure a lot of people will agree with me who watched it, who will will say, yeah, it wasn't necessary. It was, uh, you know, and it's, if you're a f fan of comedy, which I am, it, it's not necessary. You're, you're, you're there to watch Chris Rock tell the jokes. Chris Rock, this is a live comedy show. It's never been attempted before. They didn't need to do it. They didn't need to do it that way. I don't want to be negative. I give accolades where accolades are due, and I just thought it was forced. I thought it was too much. Didn't think it was, it was great. Chris Rock, brilliant. If you haven't seen it, check it out and he even waited till the last possible second of his special to take shots at jada pinkett and will smith and it was just it was so good 
Haven't seen it? Watch it. Episode 93 of the Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by Berkici.ca. Order the best of Italy. Delivered straight to your home at Berkici.ca. B-E-R-C-H-I-C-C-I dot C-A. So that's the only way you're going to get these products unless you get on a plane and go to Italy and put a bunch of the stuff in the suitcase and then the border sees it and then you might have problems. So... Uh, don't smuggle in any Italian products from Italy. Order straight from berkici.ca. Do it now. And thank you so much for joining me on this Tuesday edition of the podcast. I'll catch you again Thursday. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank.